Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. I'm talking with Jim Chilton of Chilton Ranch in Aravaca, Arizona. Uh, We're discussing issues with government regulations, the regulators, the bureaucrats, and uh, all of the issues he's had to deal with. Really, we could talk about the waters of the U.S., which is something that is now on the books and could potentially be an enormously serious risk to property rights because the federal government, according to that legislation, uh, has control over every every single drop of water in the United States, even dry ditches that may have a little water when it rains. That's the interpretation under the Obama 2015 rules and regulations. However, um, Trump, I think, is coming to the rescue. They have proposed new regulations where, if I read the new regulations correctly, I wouldn't have to build a little bridge across a wash and go through the 404 Corps of Engineers EPA uh, regulations. So President Trump, his rules and regulations that he's proposing will free us from that burden and clip the wings of the bureaucrats. Well, that's what I mentioned uh, in the beginning, and I think we are. it is really fortunate for us that uh, President Trump really understands the that regulations uh, are really putting a hold on the progress of this nation, on the economy of this nation, and that bureaucrats should not have this kind of power. Uh, when you go to fight, you look at you spent thirty thousand dollars to put two culverts in a dry wash. I mean that is not an insignificant amount of money. Uh, because it adds to the cost of your doing business. Uh, And that's what regulations do, and that's why getting rid of regulations makes the economy flourish. Thank goodness for President Trump. The march to increase the power of bureaucrats, uh, especially under the concept of socialism where the government owns the means of production, uh, then that means that everybody's life everywhere would be controlled under the concept of socialism. Their lives would be controlled in every aspect. Uh, 
You know, that's really true. And my question is, uh, Jim, is how, how do we get that message out? How do we let people understand uh, the risks of government control? You know, when you and I were younger, we had the Soviet Union as a real example of how socialism fails. Socialism has never been successful. But the current generations have never had that, except now we see Venezuela, but the news media just doesn't cover it. You're very correct. I don't know how you uh, how you get people to read history and to understand uh, how socialism has never worked, and it transfers power from individuals to the government making all the decisions. And Venezuela is a perfect example. The Soviet Union collapsed because of their socialistic scheme. Um, And currently, uh, we tend to, in this nation, want to rewrite history and look back and see what's Ooh, uh, that was bad. Oh, that was bad. Therefore, we're bad. No, we're not. We're not bad people. But we need to understand history and the greatness of this country. We need to understand what the founders of this country had thought about and put together a government that limits the power of the government. Uh, And uh, we need to uh, articulate uh, the greatness of this country. we got to quit knocking it because our current values are a little different than values back in the days when North Carolina and the eastern states were formed. Well, that's a that's a really important point and one that I heartily and a hundred percent agree with. History is the most important teacher that we have, and you know it's it's common for dictators and tyrants, and and has been for for centuries. The first thing they do is they erase history. They want to change history in order to enslave the people because if people don't understand their history, then they have no roots. Uh, if you remove their roots then, as a dictator, then you can you can dictate whatever you want to them. And what do they know? They don't understand the history of where they came from. And then you're in total control. And next, they want to take away the people's guns. Right. Well, you know, uh, I wrote in the month of March, I wrote uh, a and we passed in our commission uh, a gun sanctuary resolution. So Cherokee County, North Carolina was the first gun sanctuary county in the state of North Carolina. And now we're getting calls and letters and emails from all over the country, the people who want to copy our resolution. And you know what we say? Go right ahead. You can use it word for word. Just pass it in your county too. Uh, It basically prevents the government uh, from using taxpayer funds to uh, confiscate guns or do anything that that contradicts the Second Amendment. They put in the Constitution 
our right to have guns. And they did so many other things in the Constitution by developing the three branches of government uh, that have to work together uh, in order to uh, pass laws and and pass laws that we live under. Uh, however, in the meantime, uh, for the last 60, 70, 80 years, uh, the fourth branch of government, I call it the bureaucracy, uh, unelected people have gained power and continue to consolidate power. And we've really got to be worried about that. And hopefully President Trump uh, does something about the growth of the bureaucracies. Part three of Dr. Dan's interview with Jim Chilton. We'll be right back after this quick break. I'm talking with Jim Chilton of Chilton Ranch in Aravaca, Arizona. Uh, we're discussing issues with government regulations, the regulators, the bureaucrats, uh, and uh, all of the issues he's had to deal with. Uh, and now we're going to discuss one of the most important ones, and that's his personal safety, the personal safety of his wife, uh, his family, and the people in that area who live on the international border uh, with Mexico. Jim Chilton, uh, Jim Chilton's ranch, uh, touches the border at about, for, for about five and a half miles. And that, that very fact, the fact that that five and a half miles, the only barrier on the border is a five strand barbed wire, uh, cattle fence. And that has changed in a great way, uh, the safety with which he lives his daily lives. So Jim, Let's talk about the international border with Mexico. How has that whole situation, first of all, what's going on, and how has that changed the way you live? In the 19, early 1980s and 90s, it was no issue whatsoever. However, by the mid-1990s, uh, literally thousands of people were walking across my ranch to get into the United States. Um, and they were generally uh, just people trying to get into work in the United States and live in the United States. However, about 2008, 2009, the cartels in Mexico gained control of all the trails coming out of Mexico uh, into the United States. And the number of people coming across dropped off. However, the drugs coming through increased unbelievably. And so what we have now is uh, about 200 trails coming out of Mexico through our ranch, and they're mainly used to bring drugs into our nation to poison our people. So you're really on the front line of the drug war because you have people smuggling the drugs through your land, through your ranch, into the United States. That presents some issues for you, I'll bet. 
It does, and if we fear running into a drug packing crew that may be packing an AK-47, we have seen groups with AK-47s. I've seen groups on our land and at the international border, guys on horseback with uh, long guns. They look like AK-47s. Uh, it's dangerous. And worse, there are cartel scouts on our mountains, cartel spotters. They have the finest binoculars purchasable, uh, $2,500 military-grade uh, phones uh, they, uh, with radio attachments, and they know what's going on in for almost 100 miles inside the United States. We have foreigners coming in, sitting on our mountains, guiding the drug packers through. So they can see where the Border Patrol is and tell the drug packers to avoid that area? They can watch yes. you? They can watch you and your family and everything that you do? So you're, at, you're at high danger, high risk. High risk, and last Saturday, Sue, my wife, was out in our front yard uh, watering her plants, and she turned to walk back to the house, and there was a guy standing uh, uh, only a foot away from her. It scared her to death. Um, he appeared to be a drug packer, and... Uh, he had a cell phone also, and she was scared. We've had four bur or two burglaries that we know were caused by uh, drug packers going back to Mexico. After they've dropped their drugs, they walk back to Mexico. These aren't immigrants. These people work. Their living is packing drugs. And with the cartel scouts on our mountains, it's just outrage, outrageous, just plain outrageous that uh, this happens in the United States. Your house is actually 19 miles from the border, is it not? Correct. And the Border Patrol is located in Tucson, uh, 60 miles from our house. And so a Border Patrol agent comes in, checks out his gun, checks out his vehicle, goes to a briefing, roughly one hour goes by. Then it takes three hours to drive to the border because of the rough roads. And so they don't go to the international boundary. They come out about halfway to the international boundary and therefore, they let the drug packers walk into the United States 15, 20 miles before there's any ever an attempt at apprehension. But with the cartel scouts on the mountains, uh, they move their scouts around the Border Patrol. And I don't think the Border Patrol really ever catches anybody packing drugs because their skill level 
and the equipment level of the cartel scouts and the cartels is uh, superior, personally, I thought. So, yes, we kind of like have a we have like a DMZ on the border there that's that's twenty miles or or more wide, and these people have free reign to walk anywhere they want. They'll never run into anyone in the border patrol except by total accident. Uh, so they have free reign to do whatever they want in that zone. You're absolutely correct. And what we need is a wall, not a five-strand barbed wire fence, a wall. I can climb over the fence now. I can go under it. I can go through it like anybody can anywhere with a simple cattle fence. And we need to do it, and we need to move the Border Patrol out of Tucson to the international boundary and secure the international boundary at the boundary. Well, that obviously makes a lot of sense. Uh, Why do you think it's not being done? Well, Congress won't appropriate the money that's needed to fund the wall in our area. And... uh, Two, uh, I don't think the Border Patrol is very excited about uh, leaving their cushy quarters in Tucson and moving out to the border and forward operation bases. Uh, The Border Patrol Union doesn't want Border Patrol agents to face danger and... uh, and acclimate weather. It's, once again, a huge bureaucracy. The individual guys seem to be great guys, well-trained, but it's the strategy that's, um, that's wrong. And think about the cost of not securing the border. Think about the drugs coming into the United States, the addiction rates, and also the criminals coming in, the MS-13s. We've seen MS-13s come across our ranch. Uh, Think about the cost to children uh, and adults with the meth crisis, the opioid crisis. Uh, The cost of not securing the border is overwhelming. Think about the cost of all the... uh, Justice Department, the courts, and everything of processing these people and holding them at least for 20 days. Um, Incidentally, we've never seen any women or children coming across the border or any women with children. We've seen women coming across, uh, but not with children. So that isn't the issue here. Think of the cost to cities in your county uh, of the drug issue. Uh, think of the cost of uh, your jail facilities, etc. and all across the nation, the thousands of counties. Uh, and think of the uh, criminal actions against uh, we, the people, uh, in Fiscal year 2017-18, there were over 235,000 apprehensions uh, of 
undocumented illegal immigrants. And 100,000 of those were for assault. 30,000 were, were sex crimes. 4,000 homicides. Here in this country, the impact of the illegal population. It's really sad. The cost is enormous of not securing the border. It'd be far cheaper to secure the border. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Everything gonna be all right this morning. (laughs) 